Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the executive pastor of TC. Back again with me today is our lead pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And uh, before things get all too crazy, we have a whole lot of fun. Uh, We kicked John off the podcast today. Uh, He's back (laughs) playing solitaire. Uh, No, the main reason John's not with us is because our third channel is going to uh one of our dear friends uh the pastor of a church plant going on here in pensacola florida coming up uh this year um and someone that uh we got to have preach at transformation church this past sunday yep our main man pastor vernell hey hey what's going on what's going on it's an (laughs) honor to be here with you guys glad you're here yeah so uh pastor v vernell What's good to have you, buddy, man. Yeah. And uh, it was a good day, good day Sunday. Um, you know, got a lot of great feedback about the message, man. And so we were we were grateful uh, to have you in the Summer Jam series. I know, I know. Right? <laughs> but you've been kicking it with us for a little while, though. I mean, how long you've been you on and off? Obviously, with fundraising Since, uh, and doing your stuff. But December twenty nineteen. December yeah. nineteen. Yeah, just before COVID, yeah. <laughs> y'all rolled yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. So you. Uh, you came to AMC and all that stuff. For sure. And tell tell everybody just a little bit about you, just so we all know. Like you're, I, you're from Pensacola, but you're recently back to Pensacola to plant the church. Correct. Yeah, I'm from Pensacola. Uh, left here in '99 with the military. Uh, after uh, serving in Vicenza, Italy, Hanoi, Germany, and back at Fort Eustis, Virginia, and and coming back from the Afghanistan Iraq War, I uh, became a police officer in the ministry and. Uh, Bible case in Virginia up until 2016, went to California about three years and God started leading our hearts to come plant a church back here Cool, where I met Christ. Yeah. Awesome. And then, so from there you showed up in December of 2019 with us at, when we were at the AMC. For sure. Cause you, y'all were, if I remember correctly, just looking for a church to hang out with as you were building your launch team and getting ready to launch. Right. right. Is that right? Yeah. We were looking for a church that connected with the DNA of our heart and we, yeah. Watch some of you guys' archive service and just just the vision, everything with TC, man. It just really lined up with our heart, and uh, and in fact, and also that you guys honor. Uh, we have a child with special needs, so you guys honor children with special needs, and you really had an emphasis on that. Just really stood out to us. Uh, yeah. And then not to mention Pastor Brad bringing the heat <laughs> and the sermons. You know, yeah, that was important. So yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's great. Yeah. Now we've enjoyed. Um, well, I'll speak for myself. We, I have enjoyed getting to know you guys and your wife and your family, but. Um, just and to see what Rhythm Church is, is is doing, I think it's cool. They're y'all are planting in the same exact theater that we were in at AMC. I think that's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just think that's cool. So yeah, for sure, we're excited about it. We're excited for you guys. Yeah, no, it's been real good. I mean, I think that uh, you know having you guys in, in your hearts and stuff like that, man. I think it, it just uh, is is something that's real special to us. You know, and sure. you and your family, and um, you know your desire to be something be part of something bigger than just you, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I know for Justin and I, we can, we can definitely vouch for you and your family that this isn't, uh, you know, the Vernell project, you know what I mean? Like some, sure. some <laughs> church launches, it's like, I like, man, are you, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish here? Not necessarily in Pensacola, just in general, you know what I mean? Like you're looking at them and you're kind of going, I think you're in this for the wrong reasons, you know, and yeah, uh, we've definitely. all, we've all met church planners that are like that. Uh, but definitely do not get that vibe. 
from you, man. Your heart is uh, genuine, and you want to see the kingdom of God grow, and, and you want to play your part the same way we're all playing our parts. And as we all play our parts, it's a you know, uh, it's a it's a great song, if you will, um, for the kingdom of God. And so I, I think that's beautiful, man. And we're just grateful for you and your family. So most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, when I I had a few things moving around on the schedule, and so I reached out to you. I think I gave you like a week's notice. <laughs> I was like, Hey, yeah. man, what you what you got going on next Sunday? <laughs> uh, you know, you want to come? You want to come preach uh, over at TC uh, for both services? And uh, you're like. I got no, you know, nothing going on. I was going to be there anyway, so let's <laughs> exactly. do it. <laughs> exactly. I was going to be in the house anyhow. Man. I've been enjoying this series, man. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so you came in and then, uh, you sent me over your song, you know, so tell me about this LL Cool J thing, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, man. So since I was a kid, man, I mean, I wanted to be like LL Cool J, I guess, man, he's just a cool dude, man. Uh, and even, this is even his outlook on life and how he, he approaches things and, and when I met my wife, man, that was the funniest part. You know, I had the LL Cool J lips going on. You want to kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. your teeth just a little bit. Did you roll your pant leg up? <laughs> yeah, that's all I was gonna. I did, bro. I got, actually, I got pictures with my pants leg rolled up, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three should have did that Sunday. You should have come man. out like that. Hey, man, I actually had the the gear. I was like, man, that'd be too much. I had the hat and the glass. I was like, the chain. I said that'd be too much. I said I'm just gonna come right. So. Yeah, well, you know, you got to be careful. Church, you could have done that. TC would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to be careful with some of them old LL Cool J songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you and your wife only. I had to go back and listen. I said, let me make sure I listen to this song completely. Yeah. The chorus is okay, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't come up with like doing it, doing it well or whatever that song. You don't come up with something. Exactly. Yeah, no, that was, uh, you said it with a song and, uh, and you were talking about it in the beginning of your sermon, you know what I mean? Just like the, the LL Cool J thing, which I thought was funny. Cause he was a three stripes guy too, wasn't he? Like he was in that run DMC era where he was yeah, rocking the Adidas, so. yeah, I mean, Adidas tracksuits and all that stuff. Exactly. He's like, yeah. he was the, uh, what was the name of the hat? The brand? What was it Kango? Kango. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he's like, old. Old school, like that's a that's like original type. I think people underestimate how long LL Cool J's been oh, around. Dude. Like, I, I think because we're such a young church, I think that went over some of our people's heads. The young, I know, people. I know. That's why I was like, man, I said, if you don't know LL Cool J, and everybody's like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No. Well, it's well, they miss. probably there's probably a song that they would. They would recognize. Oh yeah, right. Mama said, "Knock you out." Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a, a classic. Yeah. 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 Um, but, it, but yeah, no. I. I that's, it's kind of funny because it's been that way. Every song we've picked, and we've covered a pretty broad genre so far. I mean, like you did Journey. I did Journey. You did LL Cool J. Pastor Dan did. Um, I keep wanting to say the Doobie Brothers. That wasn't. No, it. no. It was. It was uh, um, it, uh, now my mind's blank. I just Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He did Kenny Loggins, uh, and then Pastor Scott did MC Hammer. So legit to quit. <laughs> yeah, so like it was, you know, it was that was something, you know, just like that's a pretty broad spectrum. And we still cover. got one more week. Still got one more week. You're yeah. not telling the song, are you? Uh, no, nah, I'm gonna let it be a surprise. Okay, yeah. it's a surprise. <laughs> hey, I almost did Huey Lewis in the news, The Power of Love. Oh wow! And that yeah. went through everybody off that I even like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huey, that'd have been hilarious. Yeah. So no, it's been a pretty interesting spectrum. But yeah, no, it's true, man, bro. We have conversations with Eli all the time at our house. You know, he's 23, 22. No, he's 23. Okay. I think I got that right. They'll be proud of me. And uh, he's 23. And stuff will happen all the time. And I'm like, yo, you remember that? And he's like, nah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Get out of here. (laughs) So, yeah. That's funny. You forget, though. I mean. For real. Like, it's. 
how long ago some of that was. But LL Cool J, I mean, we're talking eighties, early eighties, exactly. early eighties. Like he was, was he was doing, and like when he, if you saw him right now, like you see a picture of LL Cool J, he don't look nah late fifties. Like he looks pretty good still. Yeah, he's, you know I mean? like shape, he's fit. Man. He's in good shape. He, like, he got into acting and all that. Like some of them, you know, what, NCIS, something like that. Los NCIS. Angeles. He did a couple movies, Deep Blue Sea, and a couple others. Yeah, 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 yeah stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, man. But uh, yeah, ladies uh, I, love Cool James. Uh, <laughs> what a name, LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Yeah, no, he was. Uh, he was doing it. So yeah, you sent me that song, and I was like, oh, okay, LL Cool J. I see you, man. Yeah. I see you. Yeah, that so, was awesome. Um, so I need love. And so, man, just talk, walk me through your process, man. What was what was coming to your mind as you were getting ready to kind of step in uh, to that? You're developing the sermon. I need love comes to mind and kind of bring it all together. What's the big picture on that? The biggest picture on it is that, you know, I start thinking about, you know, what can I talk about? First of all, it's my first time before some of the people, you guys know me, but most of the congregation did not said So whenever I go in a ring like that, I, say, I want to kind of give a little bit of who I am. Uh, so they can say, okay, who, that, that I can connect with that. Yeah. And so uh, thinking about that song, is, I started vibing with I Need Love because I remember being in that place uh, where I was looking at I needed things. I need money. I need the better shoes because we were, came from a poor background. And I need the better house if I had the better family. And I talked about some of the things I dealt with as a, as a child. And so I said, what I realized in, in my salvation experience is that what I really needed was love. And yeah. so that's what kind of just started sparking the whole uh, method behind the, the message. And so that, that my whole intent was to point out we need God's love more than we need anything else. You know? so, yeah. That's good. Yeah. You definitely did connect with people. I got a text from someone. I don't know if he reached out to you. He was asking if I would, if, if for your like email or phone number. Yes. Because he said, yes. he said, um, Military man, police officer, loves Jesus. This is my kind of guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so we talk. Yeah. He, he said he wanted to encourage you a little bit, Mike uh, Viola. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, wanted yeah. to encourage yeah. you a little bit, say he really enjoyed it. But uh, I was like, so you, you, you at least did connect with, with most of the people. Yeah. And sure. I told him, um, we don't normally share numbers like on the uh, on the podcast, but since he was in my, in my office, you know, we had six people uh, make a commitment or a decision for Jesus on Sunday. On, so that's yeah. a big, that's a big deal. Else. You know, that's a big win. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. that's huge. And we had like 12 first time guests too Sunday. Yeah. Something, something crazy like that. Yeah. Wow. They fill out cards. Um, so, uh, it was a good day in that regard. So yeah, know, absolutely. It so, obviously, it obviously, obviously resonated with somebody, you yeah. know, the need for God's love. Yeah. Cause I think that's such a big, you know, like, I don't know, man, I, I, I feel like we have so many Christian conversations so often, but I do like, I feel like, there's a great misconception out there that like God is just, you know, the kid on the anthill with the magnifying glass, right? Like he's sitting in the yeah. big chair with the big stick waiting to whack you for all the things. And, and, uh, man, you know, it's like, I think sometimes a message as pure, uh, as yours was of just like, Hey, like right here in the middle of all the chaos or our desire for things or desire for whatever the world has and, and, and all of these things, I mean, right here in the middle of that is this conversation about, um, and one of the things I was thinking, you know, from a theological perspective, which is where my brain kind of naturally goes, right? you know what I mean? Like we talk about how God, like God is the basis of truth and of love and like all those things, but it's like, like God is, God is the origin. He's the definition of love. Like that's, right. and that's a, what a thought to have where it's like, man, our understanding of what love is, is only a fraction of what he even created it to be. And he is the perfection of love. Yeah. And that love is given to us. Right. So like, right. So how much he cares for us 
uh, his creation and those that he's coming after and so on and so forth. And as, no, and no. Kind of, as that unpacks, it was like, wow, man, like that's really something because uh, God's love for us is the thing that's coming after us with like great tenacity. Exactly. Right? And, and, you know, I, I think about it is, is a lot of times we, we, we put conditions on love. I mean, that's just natural human right. nature. And so in our minds, some blimbly, even believers, I think we kind of even put conditions like, does he really love me? Mm-hmm. You know, even though we say all the right words. Right. Because know, of. Yeah. Right, right. And so, yeah. Yeah. Or even like looking, looking backwards. I think you mentioned this Sunday, but like looking backwards, it's like, man, I, I know I had that. I made that mistake. You know, I, exactly. I had a, I got a divorce or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, in in the world, we've created so many um, things that it's like, well, you know, you did that, so you know, yeah. God's love for you, or you know, like you you deserve blank because you did blank, and it's like not understanding like God's love for us is so much bigger than that. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, like as you're unpacking that, how people feel about like, could God love me? Does God love me? You know, like, I mean, what do y'all think? What are, what are some of the things thinking back? It's like, what are the, some of the hurdles, you know, of people having to get over saying like, man, because I did this, I don't know that God could love me. You know what I mean? Like I think of like divorce or like something like that. I mean, what do y'all think? Well, I think, I mean, man, I've seen, especially, you know, in, in years doing like youth ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost see things that aren't, I'll say aren't that big a deal. In the big scheme of things, it's not like divorce, but it's like, man, just the, the condemnation that sets doesn't it doesn't have people. the long-term impacts on right, their life right, like right, divorce might. Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the amount of condemnation that settles on people when they mess up sometimes yeah. is, is, you know, uh, can be a lot and and I don't know that depends on the person and sometimes personality you know and all those things but I've seen I mean obviously these can be messing up and even sinful mm-hmm. um which is a problem obviously I'm not saying that sin is not a big deal I'm saying is the amount of condemnation that falls on some people where you would think it's this big thing with long-term effects right right, right where it's just right. like wow man it's like look man uh, I, I remember telling this kid um, I remember specifically telling him, but I know I used the, the saying a lot, but I used to tell when they would come to me is repent and move on. Like, right. you know, like don't carry this around. Like once you've repented and done all those things, like you don't got to carry it anymore. Exactly. Like repent and move on. I think that's good. I think that's good. Another thing I think, man, uh, you know, this misconception in the world, you know, we have to be a certain way. We have to come a certain way, mm-hmm. uh, come from a certain background. We have to be perfection, you know, yeah. and that's what we equate. We receive love because we receive people's acceptance. And so this big thing of concept of people say, hey, no, he loved you before you ever did any of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to come measure, put, get yourself together and dress yourself up. You know, I think of it like this right here. Uh, if I was sick, right, really sick, and I go to the hospital, mm. you know, when I go to the hospital, I'm not going to get dressed up, get, make sure I brush my hair, get all right. combed up. I'm sick. I want to go see the physician and get healed, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, in the same sense, when we come when we come to Christ, you know, a lot of times people think, "Well, I got to get this together." No, you can't. You're not going to ever get it together. So, yeah. And you, you just got to go to the hospital. Yeah, that's like so getting that's better it. before you go to the hospital, right? Yeah, exactly. right. Let right, me get right. let me get over this cough before I go see my doctor. It's exactly. like <laughs> right. It's like right. Huh? That's not how that works. That's a great analogy of how people, how a lot of people out in the world view. God and Jesus in church. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I got to get my, I got to get my life together before I can go to church. It's like, right, you're missing the whole, yeah, you got the whole thing out of whack. Yeah. Well, and that also gives them a misconception about how the people are inside the church. Right. Like, exactly. They don't want to show up because everybody there has got it together. 
but I don't. So I don't want to put myself in an environment where I'm going to be judged. And they probably have experienced people that did actually make them feel that way. Of course. We got it together. You need to get it together. The reality is, at least for churches like Rhythm Church and Transformation Church and a number of other great churches. What does even that mean, get it together? Yeah. We we come in here trying to get it together. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like we're going to a God to help us get it together because we know we can't. It ain't, you know, this isn't the place of perfection. This is the place of healing. You know what I mean? And like. Well, you know, we're going we're gonna to help each other, and we're going to go to God, and he's going to help clean us up, help fix the areas of our life that need to be fixed or whatever. Exactly. That's you know, good. Uh, and it all hinges back to, you know, his love. Exactly. And, you know, that's the big part. Big part. Yeah. So what were, what were, were there a couple of lines from your sermon that were like, man, like I, these are, you know, sometimes when we're planning a sermon, we're like, yo, this is, these are the ones I definitely want people to, I gotta hit to on make you. a note of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, man. I, I think that's good, man. You know, uh, there was a few that, that stood out to me. Um, the, you know, the the one that's the one I started at the top, we don't always get to pick where we are, but we do get to pick who we who, are, where who we, we are. are. Where we are. Not, yeah, that, that was, was actually good. the one I was going to bring up. Yeah, that was, yeah. That, was, uh, that was the first one that stood out to me because I was like, man, that's so good. Um, so often we allow our current situation to dictate who we are, um, and, and it's like, man, like, what a what a powerful realization. That's, that's not our identity. It's yeah. like circumstantial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. your circum what you th- that was your circumstances you are circumstantial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that was powerful. It's like, man, even your mess ups is not who you are. Exactly. Like your situation, your you know your sin, all these things is not, not who you are. Like you that's may have good. done it. Yeah, yeah. But that's not who you are. Man, it, so our identity is not in that. Exactly. I mean, and I call them situationships. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, we talk about situationship. You know, and if you start smoking on situationship, this guy's not this guy in the sky, like you said, looking like hope. Oh, you did that. I'm gonna hit you with a stick. No, it, it's relationship. So it's not situationship. If we think about situationship, it's okay. If I, as long as I keep keep it together and I cross all these uh, T's and dot all these I's, I'm good. Yeah. And he loves me. And so if we can never get outside that mindset, hey, it's not about what you've done. It's what he's already about. What he's done. What he's so, done. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Cool. No, hundred percent. I think that I think that's super super powerful. You know what I mean? And 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 trying to unpack the reality of not thinking, not feeling like, not believing that you know um, the current situation is the situation, right? And that's good. And that um, and that God's love is not defined by the current situation. Exactly. You know what I mean, like sometimes it, going along the lines of like the misconception, right? Like. How, how often in life do we feel like God's love for us is measured by our comfort, comfortability in our current season? Yeah. That's good. It's like, man, I'm going through this, man, God must be mad at me or God must be like That's good. frustrated or man, I, I knew I should have exactly. given that dude $5 on the street corner. <laughs> now, you know, it's like, it's like, man, how many times do we feel like God's love for us? Now, like, don't get me wrong. I do feel like we sow and we reap. Right. So I mean, like it, for sure. like you while out for 30 years, you know what I mean? Like there may be some long-term ramifications from that. Like, exactly. <laughs> so I, you know, like there's not a lot we can do about that, but the the God's love is not measured exactly. by our mistakes. That's good. You know what I mean? Like, I like the that. the the price that we pay uh, in regards to worldly impact. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, if you keep doing certain things in your marriage and it impacts the long term longevity of that, and you end up separated, that doesn't that has nothing to do with how much God loves you. That has something to do with your with your actions yeah. and the, and the outcome of that Positive same effect. with, yeah, right. So same with, it could be drugs. It could be, you know what I mean? Like you, 
I don't care how much you pray before a big test. If you didn't study before that test, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> God's love isn't measured because you got an F. That has nothing to do with whether or not God loves you. <laughs> you didn't study, and you got an F. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, but that's for, sure. for real how we do it. Like, all right, God, I need you to help me with this test. It's like, have you put any work into that? Like, have you done any of You know, like, are you doing? Are you not putting work into God's love, measuring God's love by the things in our world that don't feel like they're going right, but we're not putting any of the right things into the world that right. we're living in. And wondering, like, and so we believe God's love is measured by how well our plan, our trajectory, our life is going. But it really has nothing to do with that. Exactly. God's love for us is immeasurable. It it doesn't sway, like you were talking about on Sunday. Exactly. Um, so God's love for us doesn't change. But if we read God's love and we measure God's love based on how things are going in life, yeah. I think we're always going to have a very skewed perspective. Exactly. And I think that's important, especially, you know, that's, you know, the second thing I bring up when I said your circumstances don't determine your destiny, God does. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, in that, you know, we think, okay, where I come from, like for me, you know, where I come from or even walking in ministry, I remember, ah, oh, man, I'm a first generation, man. I'm, I was in a room full of guys that were like, oh yeah, I'm a fourth generation, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a this, I'm like, whoa, I'm, I'm out of my league here. And then God <laughs> has to remind me, no, no, your circumstances didn't determine your destiny. I determined that. I yeah. called you before you even, your name was even spoken. I had a plan for you. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. good. No, and that's true, man, because, you know, it's, it's like, you know, we all know this. God's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Isaac and, and Jacob. Jacob. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. It, but if there was no Abraham, there is no Isaac. Exactly. Therefore, there is no Jacob. Exactly. And so it's like, don't. You know, even for you or for those people that are out there, maybe watching or listening, it's like, you know, if you're going to be the first one in your family to break and become the difference from all the generations past, ain't nothing wrong with being an Abraham. Exactly. (laughs) You know, like, you know what I mean? And when we think of it that way, it's like, yeah, like there's nothing (laughs) like be an Abraham. You know what I mean? Be the first in your generation. Be the the one to create change. You know, I'm just not singing that song, man. Father Abraham. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't no. even know that song. What? what? I mean, I know of it, but I don't know it. I didn't okay. grow up in church. I don't know about this. Yeah, I only know the beginning of it. I can't remember the rest of it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, man, you know, when you when we think of it that way, it's like, no, you're right. Like your circumstances, nothing else determines what God right. wants to do in your life. Like, you know, it doesn't determine the destiny. God does. Exactly. And and you know, even if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't have to make sense to our finite brains exactly. when it's an infinite plan by an infinite God. I agree. 100%, <laughs> 100% man. So, yeah. And, and then, like I said, in, in, in that, you know, you, you don't want to lose yourself in the process, you know, because, I mean, that that's not an overnight thing, you know. I mean, mm. you're talking about being a first generation or even just walking into anything that God has for you. It's not an overnight process, but it's great. So that's why, you know, I talked about there's a process to prepare you for the promise. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay with embracing the process. And so I think a lot of times we are okay with the mountaintop, but really there will be no mountaintop without the valley. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, uh, everything, you know, you look at people and say, oh man, look at him, man. He's great, man. Look at, look yeah. at this. But we don't understand the valley that he walked through to get to, to and he continues to walk through. Because sometimes we see what up front was a result of prayer behind the scene with a result well, of land on your face. It's like an iceberg. This yeah. is what you see. You don't see the years or the, all the hard work. It's underneath the water, underneath the surface. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, uh, I, there's a series coming probably maybe next year or something. I don't know. It's on my list. Um, on, but it's called The Climb. Okay. 
And uh, and it's the same idea. I mean, like we all love mountaintop experiences. We all hate valleys. But the reality is the vast majority of our life isn't spent in either one. Exactly. It's spent in the journey between the two. You know what I mean? So it's in the it's in the falling down from the mountaintop and finding ourselves in a valley, or it's in the climbing from the valley to the mountaintop. But the majority of our life isn't spent in either one of the places that we relish in or hate. Yeah. It's in between those two somewhere. And if we could fall more in love with what God is doing in the process. Are you going to use the Miley Cyrus? <laughs> What's that? Are you going to use the Miley Cyrus song? Which one? The climb. Oh, I bro, oh, I don't even know it. I couldn't even. You know what I'm if I heard no. it, I would probably know it, but I don't you know it offhand. It. No, I'm just kidding. It's the climb. That helped me none. Can you put that in? I have no idea what song you're talking about. Really? If I heard it, I would probably you know, know it. You would know it. But no, I can't just like pop off with like, oh yeah, that's a Miley Cyrus. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, yeah. So, so that's called the playlist, man. No, Give me a Derek <laughs> Truck song and I can name that. But sure. yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so, but yeah, maybe, maybe we will, you know. Um, but yeah, because that's, that's the reality. And what happens to us in the journey, which is why it's like, would be a series. You know what I mean, it's like, for man, sure. Yeah. How does this happen or that happen? I just had an idea just now, literally in my mind. And that, <laughs> that might, that series might show up sooner than I think. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah. You better so, write that down. Don't lose that. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast so I can remember it. That's good, man. That's John, good. have you worked on next month's artwork yet? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yo, that's good. No, I think that's good, man. I, First of all, let's talk about John's shirt. John, come out here. Let's uh, John, let's get your shirt on camera for just a second. Come on. Come, come here. Come on, buddy. Come on out here. Oh, he represents you too, man. He's a creative. He gets to do stuff like this. John. He shows up to a creative meeting in this. Everyone claps. I show up to a pastor's meeting in this. It's a Toy Story this. shirt with all the come characters. On, Look at him. Look at him. Got Buzz. What are you that doing? looks like a one-year-old's pajamas. Well, he's going to turn it into a one-year-old's pajamas. Maybe that's what, what you're going for. I like it, John. Yeah, I just thought it's because they were deprived as a child. That's <laughs> probably true. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't fit into Justin's. But no, uh, that fits John perfectly. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I don't mean fit, but like this. I mean, hey, it's a good it, fit. Yeah. Good for you, John. Yeah, John, I'm I'm like, yeah. I like. Yeah. You picked the right size. I yeah, saw yeah, that when he walked in. I was like, look at I John. I want to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't fit into Justin's wardrobe style for sure. No, 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 no. Is that a polo or a built? That's another built, isn't it? Built, yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Man. I got things that, you know, I can't wear that to stuff I go to. No offense. I mean, it's not a knock on John, but like, no, I can't. John's career has made room for that shirt. That's yours, right. Yours mine, has has not. mine has not. Yeah, yours has not. <laughs> so, Which I kind of, maybe I'm a little jealous. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe you should. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Dude. That's a pajama top. He just didn't wear that. He put on jeans instead. John, does that snap underneath? Does <laughs> 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 that snap underneath? <laughs> Bro, if that was a full-legged onesie, though, like down to the feet, I'd rock that. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. Like, not out, not in public, but like at home. I think that's not. He's like, move along. He's like, like move like along. Like a Toy Story romper. Yeah, like, romper. Like, like a romper. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Right, that, I'm good. No, I, I liked it, man. Yeah, but uh, nonetheless, yeah, I don't remember what we were talking about, but. <laughs> you talking about the, the journey in between. Oh, like the journey in between, yeah, and then I talked about series. Yeah, no, that I think that's the reality, right? I mean, we, we, we deal with uh, those things so often. And going back to what you were talking about is, like, not losing ourselves in the process. Yeah. Um, and, again, going back to the whole theme of your sermon from Sunday is not losing, our, not losing sight of who God is 
in the process. Exactly. I think that's the other temptation, and how right? He sees us. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think the importance in that is seeing ourselves as He sees us. You know, uh, I, I said Sunday as well as, and you can't impart into others what you don't believe about yourself. Yeah, you know, that's pretty good. You know, you're talking about I need love and, and the need for love and recognizing that you are loved. Yeah. If you don't see that, and you don't recognize that, if you don't believe that about yourself, you can't impart that to someone else. Yeah. So yeah. No, that's so true, man. That's so true. Because, and I think that's, I think that's, uh, especially this generation, I feel like is dealing with it more than a lot of other generations, which is like, that's good. you got a lot of people that don't know themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know what love feels like. They don't know what affection is, affirmation is, any of those things. And yet, here we are trying to, they're trying to extend love. Yeah. They don't know what it feels like. They're, you know, they're having children. They got to give affirmation, but they don't know what affirmation feels like or what it looks like. And it's like, so we're just like, now we're multiplying the compounded effects of a so lack like, of understanding. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, yeah. But identi- I mean, it's identity. I did, I yeah. did youth ministry, a great part of in, in being in ministry. Uh, and I, I, I love doing youth ministry, man. But uh, that identity was a huge one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so you talked about youth ministry earlier. And you Still is, yeah. That's still something that you struggle with, and it's the world we live in, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. No, absolutely, absolutely. And so, um, what else, Renault? Any any more of those that you had written down there? And and well, while you're doing that, I'm gonna just we always say, please go back and listen or watch to the whole mess, the whole message. Yeah. On YouTube or our website or on the podcast, you want to listen because the whole message was was really good. Yeah, I think that you know, um, you're talking about. You know, knowing that you're loved and, and walking in that and then recognizing, you know, and being confident. And I talked about a confidence mm-hmm. um, in, in, in that who what God's spoken of you and when, you, when you're walking with God. It doesn't matter what it looks like. You know, like you said, you're talking about the, the journey in between. You got to be able to fall in love with the process. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, unresolved disappointment will lead to an unfulfilled destiny. I think at the end of the day, um, I always tell people, you know, if you look at the problem and you magnify the problem and you continue to magnify it, the problem becomes bigger than God to you. But the more you fix your eyes on God, the bigger He becomes. The smaller the problems become. And right. You don't. You don't uh, uh, look at yourself or fixate your mind on that when you're when you're moving. You're moving with Him, and so you, there's a trust there. It's kind of like the Peter mm-hmm. in the water type thing. And I talked about Sunday. You know, he, as long as he was looking at God, the, more, the bigger God became his life. His heart and his faith got strong, and mm-hmm. and he took his eyes off of God. You know. Right. Said, oh man. That's when we got problems. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, and, and I think that you know it's one of those things. I don't remember who I don't remember who it was now, but it was uh, they were talking about perspective. Yeah, and they they were talking about the same thing you're talking about right now. <clears throat> they were talking about the difference between the two is whatever you're closest to. Yeah, are you closer to your problem or are you closer to God? Because whatever you're closest to looks bigger. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if I you know I'm looking at we're, I can look out the window now and look at a bunch of cars and they're this big, you know. But this microphone is massive. You know what I mean? It's like, so, you know, it, you guys look a hundred times larger than that car because I'm right next to you. Yeah. But you yeah. get close to that car and it's like, oh, that's a, <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's a lot, you know, and so whatever you're closest to. So are you closer to your problem? Or are you closer to God? Exactly. Yeah. Are you, are you closer to your struggle? Are you closer to the current thing you're going through? Yeah. Or are you closer to God? Because whatever you're closest to looks larger, you know? That's good. Um. So, yeah, no, I think that's good, man. Yeah, you gave us some money too, Sunday. <laughs> What's that? You gave us some money on stage. That was fun too. Oh yeah. man, yeah, we wanted to sew into you guys, man, and yeah. I 
appreciate you guys. I'm talking about the gut dog. I forget. Oh, I keep forgetting my man's name. I can't. Oh no, no, you oh. about you? I thought you were about us. I was yeah. like, yeah, well, yeah. There's no big deal. You talking about Gavin? Gavin, yeah, I love yeah. Gavin, man, he's but amazing. Gavin's a trick. Now I ain't gonna lie to you, and everybody knows this. Even even Tita said something on Sunday. And when Gavin jumped up there, I was like, oh boy, because <laughs> Gavin's our loose cannon, man. You don't ever know, like. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Oh, you don't he, ever know what you're going to get. me every Sunday when I come in. So oh, we, yeah. We've had some uh, fun conversations in, in the sermon. I was like, hey, shh, shh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but, it's, but it's been great. I mean, he's, I think he's a very bright kid. Yeah, yeah. he's a funny kid, man. He's uh, got a lot of life in him. You know, so he's always running somewhere, doing something, talking to somebody. I'm like, man, you're going to be a gangster greeter one day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he just yeah. got it in him. He on, just, he's everywhere talking to everybody. So, um, but, yeah, no, he, you caught him up there and uh, – so, and, and you did the analogy with the dollar bill, you know? Yeah. And so where, where the, the did you- $20 bill. $20 bill, yeah. Where did you hear that from? I'm curious, did you- I know it's been like going around in circles. I didn't know if you had heard it from somewhere or what. Yeah, my, my first experience was, was in actually in, um, in, in a message uh, at my church in Virginia. Oh, really? So he, he used $5, so- Yeah. I said, I got to one up him. I'm going to $20. Yeah. No, but um, he used that one. He used it uh, in the same sense, talking about value. And I think that's yeah. important, you know, we, we talk about- you want to give a great illustration about value. Hey, that value, that money doesn't change no matter what I do to it. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, same thing. That's so I want to imp- you know, impart that as well. Yeah. Because I think that people base their value on where they come from. And so, mm-hmm. uh, for me, it was getting amongst the community of believers and really recognizing that, hey, my value had nothing to do with those things, nothing to do with what I've been through, where, where I came from, or what neighborhood <laughs> I came from. Yeah. You know, coming from the projects, you're like, oh, you know, you go to somebody's house, a birthday party, and they live in this huge two-story house, and you're like, oh, man, this is awesome, man. Yeah. Man, I don't, I'm not even worthy to be in here. But when I started seeing myself as he sees, God sees me, and, you know, and, and others see themselves that way, then you walk into that two-story house, you feel just, hey, I'm worthy to be here as well because, you know, it's not where I come from that turns my value. He does. That's right. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, I heard different people uh, use that that same analogy, and so I'm always curious, like, you know, it's like, man, where did, you know, yeah, how many of us have heard? It? I've used it before, uh, and so I was always uh, curious, how, you know, how it's bouncing around for different people and and uh, hearing people communicate it. And yeah, you know, I think you did such a good job, man, of helping people understand. Like, it doesn't matter. Again, doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter yeah. if you've been dropped. Doesn't matter, exactly. you know, or whatever. Uh, been hurt, got dirty, or whatever. Exactly. Your past doesn't dictate your value. What you come through doesn't dictate your value. All that. So I think that's awesome for sure. So um, yeah, old Gavin. <laughs> and so uh did you did you do a second service as well or just first second service yeah. oh yeah oh, my man um what's his name oh, john collins john collins he can't he zoomed out <laughs> yo john that's that was about. mark speed yeah he was ready he was ready he's always he's always ready because he you know he's usually there for t- both services so he's in the first one he's like all right i know what's coming for the second yeah, he one got, exactly. he got up there yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, he said i'm getting that yeah that's me that's all me right there that's yeah funny. exactly so that's what's up man yeah and it's funny too because you know some of these cats so you've been around you know what i mean it's not yeah, like for sure your first time walking in the building or nothing like you've been around so you know um so no that's that's dope man uh i I think that's awesome so well i know sunday was great for us man uh whether what was uh kind of coming off you know sometimes you get done with the message and you're like oh man that's maybe the like here's some thoughts or some things like that were there any things that you kind of downloaded afterwards that you were like that continue to open up for you or increase in thoughts anything as we kind of yeah uh, stuff well, I, I think second service, I kind of highlighted on that. I said, oh, man, first service I should have talked about. Because what I did want people to think is that, oh, man, having things and having the money and having 
is, is, wrong. is wrong. So yeah, I, no, I kind of yeah. highlighted the second. So I, I want them to understand, hey, listen, I should have I highlighted. I want them to understand, hey, look, that there's nothing wrong with having those. But when, sure. when you base your worth. Or that's your, right. Yeah, that's good. Or, or who, your substance or who you are in that. That's then right. Then it becomes bad. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. No, that, that, and that is good. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that being okay with God's blessing on your life, you know right. what I mean? It's like, there's like a line. I feel like you, we talk about this often. It's like, there's a line that you almost don't want to cross. Yeah. Especially as pastors, you know what I mean? Where it's like, man, God really starts taking care of you. Not even necessarily from the church. You know what I mean? Like we all have side hustles here and, yeah. and those things provide income for us. And, you know, as those things start to do better, sometimes it's like, man, God starts taking care of us. You know, like my wife had to get a new car a couple of years ago. And it's like, you literally have to start thinking like, man, should I, is this going to be okay? Like, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and it wasn't a Maserati. I mean, it was a Jeep. Okay. But it was like, yeah. but you still start going through the questions of like, man, how is, how are people going to perceive this or whatever? And at the end of the day, you just got to know what what is good for you and what's not good for you exactly. and pray about it and all that stuff but it was one of those things where we have we think about this we talk about it often it's like man they're trying to find the line between what is okay to put in front of people uh you know particularly as pastors but just i think as far as being good stewards over what god has given you exactly um you know what is okay for me to have and what is okay what is the part where i go like you know that's probably not the lifestyle i need to have i could be doing more over in over here yeah. whatever but man that it's okay for for you to be obedient to God and then God show up in your life and say, because of your obedience, I'm yeah. rewarding you with, because you sowed, I want to help you reap blank. Exactly. And not feeling like, oh my gosh, like this isn't okay or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. Exactly. It's okay. <laughs> Especially, I was like, with my shoe collection, I've kind of doubted back a little bit. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get you. Come on, oh man. yeah, I'm with you. And so yeah. I'm like, Lord, do you want me to dial this back? One eye open. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, now I've kind of checked that, man. I was like, man, because I, I started, I got back into my mode, collecting more <laughs> shoes. And I was like, okay, I don't need more shoes. But yeah, no, no, no. But I think it's, I think with every, just like everything else, you assess it, you allow God to look into your heart. Exactly. And and at the end of the day, if if God were to say, I want you to sell them Jubilee Elevens right now and give that money to whatever a building campaign for the church, whatever exactly. I, I would do. It. I wouldn't think twice. I don't, heartbeat. I'm not in love with them things that, you know, in a heartbeat. there's yeah. something I enjoy just like everybody else has stuff. They enjoy. This yeah. is something I enjoy. Um, especially like I don't have a lot of hobbies, so it's like shoes is my hobby. Yeah. But I just like with you, I mean, like I've, I, I do allow the Lord to check me to be like, Hey, if I asked you to give those away, would you? you and I'm like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I would, you know, it's like, are you for asking sure. me though? It's like, no, I'm like, okay, I just, <laughs> just, just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah, right. One yeah. But yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's true, man. That's legit, cause, man, uh, yeah. cause I do believe I, you know, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting off into like some Joel Osteen stuff or nothing or Kenneth Copeland, but, uh, <laughs> cause we're not going to do that, but yeah, yeah, I don't, I, we're not trying to get crazy with it, but I think that there is an element, you know, God consistently throughout the Bible has says, if you do this, you are unlocking the opportunity for me to do exactly. this. Now he don't need our permission, but what he is looking for is obedience. And so when we're exactly. obedient, he's like, man, when you do this, I do this. And when you do this, I do this. And when we're on the receiving end of God's blessing in our life, because we've been obedient with the little that he's given us. Yeah. That's okay. Here's the check though. Be obedient with the more that he's given 
to you as well. So mm. keep doing the right things sure. with the things he's given you. Yeah. Uh, and it'll keep your heart in the right spot, exactly. you know, and, and you won't be putting too much value on what you, what you have, you know, I think the reality is, you know, we fall more in love with the things than we are in love with God or we, or, you know, that's good. those things, you know, that's gifts good. over the giver, if you will. That's real good. That's so, real good. Yeah. So dope, man. Well, Hey, we appreciate it. It was, uh, it was a great sermon. So let's hit some rapid-fire questions. We wrap up. Let's so hit it. Let's uh, hit it. These are just like completely random. So uh, number one, name two or three things that you wish you had done differently. Just what at life, whatever. I mean, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I guess let's say I wish – that I had uh, jumped right into school um, right after that, I jumped out of the military. I waited a little bit. Okay. Um, and that, that just because I, you know, I, you know, I have goals. You know, we yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, some of those things are contingent upon some things. But second, um, man, uh, mm. see, I want I want to make it all serious. I want to have fun with it, but I'll be serious. Yeah, about whatever, it. yeah, don't matter. Yeah. I I think that, you know, just as a, as older, you're talking about stewardship and everything. I think that's great. Uh in the military, I can be honest with you, I wasn't thinking about stewardship, man. It was, oh, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. You're having fun. I'm overseas in Italy and Germany. And, yeah, uh, so yeah. it was uh balling out. Yeah, we were having yeah, yeah. yeah. BMW anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that. <laughs> yeah, I mean Germany, you gotta have yeah, you gotta German do that. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel that. I yeah, I wish I had invested in Bitcoin. I was about to say, I'd have bought <laughs> Bitcoin at one cent. Yeah, I wish I had invested in Bitcoin at a penny. Come That'd on, man. Great. Come on. Or even invested in it at uh, $1,000, $2,000, $5,000. Yeah, that would have been great. So, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Right on, right on. Um, yeah, let's see. I want to, let's, we're all three going to think of a famous person. Okay. All right. Think of a famous person. Yeah, a famous person. Dead or alive, doesn't matter. The industry doesn't matter. Just whoever. Okay. Everybody got it. All right. What's what is one question you would ask them if you could? Uh huh. Ronaldo, you got the LL Cool J. Anybody? Anybody can go first. Don't matter. I I I hate questions like this. You know? like, <laughs> I just I, I know that's why I, I picked them. Yeah, yeah, that's legit like, though. Uh, uh, do you know? Go first. Ah, uh, yeah, I probably I'm gonna go with um I go with Michael Jordan and be like, man, what what is one of the, what's one way you wish or what is one thing you can see that you could have led your team better at? Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? Because you know he had the ten. Like, he had all the right. Boxes check, tenacity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Competitive drive, all that stuff. That's so good. where where do you wish you could have made your team better, and what would that have looked like? So that's what I'd ask someone like Michael Jordan, off the cuff. You know what I mean? Ah, so. uh, you know Martin Luther King Jr. is who popped in my head as the famous person. <laughs> all right, okay. And I don't know. It's like because he's no longer living. It's. <laughs> For sure. Like knowing what you know now, <laughs> what's one thing you would have done differently to accomplish the goal you were trying to accomplish? That's a, I think that's a good, I, I think that's a great question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, would you don't have done things exactly the same? Right. Or would you have maybe approached things differently trying to get the same outcome? Right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Or, or had you done something slightly different, do you think you'd have had a more significant outcome or something like that's that? That's a great you know? question. Man. Especially knowing the, uh, um, uh, well, my mind just went totally blank. Um, 
Malcolm like Malcolm X, the the dual personality roles in conflict over the same goal type of thing. Like what you're oh, talking different about. ways, right, different right, ways yeah. to accomplish the same yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could, I, when I was thinking Malcolm X, I couldn't get professor X out of my mind because the X men <laughs> being built on that whole thing. But anyway, completely <laughs> Come different. On, man. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah. What, Vernell, what about you, man? <sighs> man, you know, I was thinking, I had a couple of thoughts, but Mel Gibson, man. I just, okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. All right. Uh, what you going to ask Mel? No, not Mel Gibson. Is that Mel Gibson or the uh, Passing of Christ? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Just, Why just, are you so crazy sometimes? <laughs> that, that too, but not just that process, man. What started, you know, as he started working on the journey, I just want to hear more of his process. Yeah. All right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Uh, next, uh, we've actually done this one before. We haven't done it with you on the podcast. So describe oh, your man. perfect day. Ooh. Ooh. Man, you know what? Actually, I, uh, you know, I like the I like the great outdoors, man. So if I can have like a day, just and I so I like to read. Like I really like to read. Okay. Um, um like reading, like writing, um, write poetry. I know I would I used to some love poetry, but anyhow, <laughs> uh, over the years. But anyhow, a little cool J yeah, poetry. Come on, man! It's you you <laughs> got to do the lip when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, a perfect day for me, man. Would be just actually, man, just out by the in the in the, in the like Lake Tahoe type of field. Ooh. Okay. By the water, man. Nice hammock. It's hard to have chilling, a bad day at Lake Tahoe. Relaxing. <laughs> reading. Yeah. Yeah. Sipping on uh non alcoholic mojitos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That's right. I'm just messing a around. mocktail. A mocktail. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, but, uh, just uh something like that, man. I like I like I like my peace. I like uh, some tranquil. So when I you know, I like stealing away sometimes just to just have some some wusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. You and your, what was yours? I don't even remember yours. I don't remember. I mean, I'll say what I think the perfect day like today would be is like good food involved. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Hanging out with my boys, Def Leppard. <laughs> 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 you know, hanging out with my boys, Def Leppard. Def Leppard, come Pl- on. You know, planning for, you know, <clears throat> planning for, you know, World takeover yeah. type stuff, Sound, and yeah, I don't mean sounds, like actual world take. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Plan, planning, talking. I like I'm, I'm a I like strategy. I like strategy and thinking long term, and you know those type of things. But it's like I would be hanging out with people I like and care about. Yeah, including Def Leppard, maybe Bon Jovi. Sounds like a bon, yeah, I, Bon Jovi. And some so, good food. Yeah, yeah, good food. Yeah, family. Same for me. Fam- food is everything. Family, yeah, food. Oh, yeah. Fellowship, and I'm just kidding. I know Justin hates that word. Uh, I do. <laughs> fellowship. fellowship. Yeah, oh. it, it, is, <laughs> so it is a pretty dumb word. So it's a churchy word. Yeah. Uh, same for me. F- you know, family, uh, food. You know, I, my family. wife or whatever. But I'm I'm kind of the same vibe as you. Like, um, it would either I'm either one or the other. So yeah. I'm either I want to be like in the mastermind room. You know, me and Justin call it the war room. Like I want to be in the war room, coming up with a strategy on how to you know, accomplish the biggest, greatest, whatever, or I'm on the complete opposite side where I would probably be in the, in the house next to yours by the lake. Uh, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, I like all that. Chilling. That's true. That's yeah. True. So it's like, I'm a, yeah, both of those could be the perfect day for me, depending on the, what it is, what today is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what do sure. I need to accomplish? What well, is, what does God It's almost like if today? you do, if you do my version one day, you need your version the next day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. True. I can see on the opposite side, like planning. Strategizing, yeah, 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 yeah. But you need that rest and that exactly decompress, decompression, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Justin just—he was in Miami decompressing for a while, and come on, I, I was, I was out. Of, I, I had my decompression and then <laughs> shoulder surgery, so I've been Miami out another few nice. days of decompression. Miami was nice too. 
Yeah. Rained every day. Come back with a tan. I was like, I thought you want me like. I did not get a tan. tan. No, no, no. I don't tan. Yeah, he doesn't do that well. He's German, so he don't. Yeah. He, don't, he okay. don't tan. White peel, white again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that works. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Well, uh, dope man. Well, for now, thank you, buddy. Appreciate yeah, you sure, man. preaching on Sunday. Come through on the podcast, man. We're grateful. Hey, so. man. I, I love my TC family, man. You guys are dope, man. And uh, I love hanging out with you guys. I know you know. I, you're looking for those people that you can do life with. That's right. So that's you know I feel like that's what I have with you guys, man, for sure. So, yeah. yeah, we enjoy yeah. it. Dope. Awesome. Dope. Well, Justin, tell me where they can find more about the church. You can find us online at transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. And Pastor Vanell, tell me where they can find more about Rhythm Church. You guys got some handles, right? Yes, you can find us at ourrhythmchurch.com or our Rhythm Church on the Instagram or our Rhythm Church 2021 on Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at bradlivingston underscore and at justinoswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.